Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Falling in love is the best feeling in the world. You see stars, you feel giddy, but sometimes that makes you do crazy things, and sometimes that means murder. Just because a story starts out with Once Upon a Time doesn't mean it ends happily ever after. Welcome to Crazy in Love, a production of KT Studios and iHeartRadio. Today's guests are true crime producers Stephanie Lidecker and Jeff Shane. Episode 36, The Case of the Renovation, The Ring, and the Double Life. The house at 218 East Copeland Drive was almost 4,500 square feet. It had a pool, a garage apartment, a fireplace, and five bathrooms. Located just a mile from downtown Orlando, Florida, in the upscale neighborhood of Delaney Park, it was known for its great schools and expansive gardens. The property should have been any couple's dream home. But for Shante and Dave Tronis, the Spanish-style mansion became a place of secrets, lies, and unimaginable terror. Five years before the tragedy that would transpire, Shanti and Dave were mere strangers who began chatting on Match.com. Shanti was 34 and living in the Orlando area. Dave was 10 years her senior and located up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Despite their distance, the pair felt a connection. Shanti was a hardworking, dedicated single mother who cared deeply about her eight-year-old son. Dave was intelligent and charming. The couple also bonded over the shared experiences of complicated divorces. Dave and Shanti fell hard for each other fast. Within just months of meeting, Dave packed up and moved to Florida to be with Shanti. One email she wrote to him sums up the early days of their relationship well. Quote, Dave, I will have to say I think this will be a delicious detour. An amazing, life-changing detour. I've had a pep in my step since we started this little email affair. In February of 2017, Shanti and Dave got married with a stunning $15,000 diamond ring. Here's Stephanie. So here's what we know about them. When they first met, within months of becoming a couple, Dave moved hundreds of miles to Florida. He loved the area and bought a house at 218 East Copeland Drive for $607,500 with cash. 
According to the real estate agent who sold him the house, Dave was like a child when he bought the home. He was desperate and wanted to get the deal done. It was sort of off-putting to her that he was so pushy, but also anyone who bought a home can relate to the feeling of just wanting to close that deal. But that said, paying cash for a house is pretty difficult. Jeff, what did the couple do? Shanti and Dave were both very successful. She ran a fruitful financial software business and was able to work from home. And Dave had recently inherited between four and six million dollars from his father. So that would explain why he was able to pay cash for the house. And so I think because they were both maybe business minded, they decided to keep their finances very separate. Dave paid for the house and didn't end up putting Shanti on the deed. And while at first this worked, it became kind of a hot button issue because Shanti actually moved into the home in 2015. And that's not all. The couple started an expansive remodel on the home. And because David paid for the home in cash, Shanti agreed to foot the bill for the remodel under the guise that she would eventually be added to the deed. Dave asked his neighbor for her advice on the remodel. Take a listen. He was asking me specifically about raising the floor in the living room to match the kitchen. And I thought, that's a major, major problem because the doors back there, you'd have to bring, you'd have to replace all those doors. You'd have to bring those all up to the right height. And I thought, why would you do that? I mean, I could understand. I told him, I said, if you want your kitchen bigger, bring the kitchen floor out further and make the breakfast area smaller. But to raise the whole floor up to me seemed a little ludicrous. I mean, that just seemed crazy. Did it seem as you're looking around the house and he's explaining what they want to do, that it was going to be expensive? Oh, I mean, I could tell it was going to be expensive. I mean, there was no, that was not, an, at that point, um, I mean, that's where they were already. It was like a $200,000, $300,000 renovation, minimum. When you hear that, it just seems like Dave didn't care about the cost. He was on a roll. If the neighbor who didn't really know the specifics of the job could tell it would be that expensive, it must have been pretty bad. I can't imagine Shanti, a hardworking single mom, would have loved that not only was her home such a mess, but that she was also paying for all of it at the same time. It would ultimately turn into a life-altering reno. Shanti and Dave had big plans for the house. They wanted to open up the main living space and redo every bathroom and bedroom. The house was torn down to the studs and the budget ballooned. Like many homeowners who attempt a renovation, Shanti and Dave found themselves in over their heads. Here's Jeff. So like we said, since Dave paid for the house, Shanti fronted the cost for the reno. But that again became a problem when the costs for the remodel reached $250,000. And remember, Shanti wasn't even on the deed to the house. So while she was investing all this money into the home, it wasn't even hers. So the deed to a house stuff, correct me if I'm wrong, is really just states who the owner of the home is. So if something were to happen to Dave, let's say, Shanti would have no stake in the property because it's, she's not on the deed. Or moreover, I believe that if Dave decided overnight that he wanted to sell the property, he wouldn't need her permission to do so. And suddenly she's put $250,000 into a home that she could frankly be asked to leave or not benefit from the sale of the house. Right, so she's investing to make this property worth much more than it already is and not going to see any of the returns. Correct. A neighbor spoke about the dynamics of the relationship. What was your observations with Dave and Jackson? Um, Dave was always very nice to Jackson. He treated him like his own son. He seemed very concerned with his well-being. Um, Like, I know that 
he they didn't like Jackson's teacher this year. Well, I don't know if it was so much Shanti. I don't know, but Dave would always say, well, "We don't like Mrs. It's not the right fit for Jackson." I think Mrs. is more freeform. He needs structure, you know. And I'm and for Dave to be that concerned about Jackson, I thought was unusual, you know, because it's not your child. But he talked to him as if it was his own child. We were also never able to figure out what Dave did. By all counts, he was unemployed and seemingly living off of the big inheritance he said his dad left for him. It's interesting, though, that the impression the couple was giving was that Shanti was the sole provider and supporting Dave. I suppose I could see how it would seem that way since Shanti worked all day and Dave just sort of hung around. After three years of construction and many contractors later, the house on East Copeland Drive was no closer to being completed. It had become so unlivable that Shanti and Dave began sleeping in the garage apartment. According to their last contractor, the reno was causing a strain on the couple and things were tense. Shanti was displeased with the time and money being spent and the fact that her husband would not change the deed. But on April 24th, 2018, at 3.15 p.m., all of that would seem irrelevant. 911 operators in Delaney Park received this call. Guttural sobs, Dave told paramedics he had found his wife unresponsive in the bathtub. When the police arrived, Shanti was dead. Dave told the detectives that he had been out for a walk with the dogs, and when he came home, he found Shanti in the tub. Oddly, police noticed there were no signs of a struggle or forced entry. While $5,000 in cash and Shanti's beautiful $15,000 engagement ring were missing, many other valuables such as computers, watches, and phones were not taken. With very little to go on, police turned to Dave for answers. Dave is brought in for questioning and it began what would turn into a marathon 14-hour interrogation. Very quickly, he refused a lawyer, so the cops were free to ask him anything and everything they wanted, and ask him they did. Listen to Dave describe what he found when he discovered Shanti in the bathtub. She's submerged partially, but she's also partially not submerged, and one of her legs is kind of sticking up and out a little bit. And it's just extremely awful, and it doesn't look natural. Obviously, she fell, or... Something happened. I tried to pick her up. She's she's stiff. Um, it's hard. She's stiff. It's, it's hard to pick her up. She's not. It's like a sack of potatoes. You know, it's not easy. It just to me sounds so methodical and cold. I mean, at one point he describes her as a sack of potatoes. To me, that seems like a very odd way to describe your now deceased wife when you find her in the tub. 
That's not the only thing that was odd. The cops also found it strange that despite telling them he found her in the bathtub and immediately calling 911, the bathroom was completely dry when they arrived and Shanti was only damp, not wet. To them, that just didn't add up. Yeah, that was a big piece to this case. There was also some blood found on the bed frame. Dave theorized that it could have been from Shanti's menstrual cycle. So the question would have been, who would possibly want to hurt the compassionate and successful mother? The detectives just decided to ask Dave outright. Have a listen. Any problems? No. Okay. Anyone that would want to do her harm? No. Okay. At the tail end of the interrogation, the cops tried to coax a confession out of Dave, but he continued to deny murdering his wife. You either made a mistake or you're going to kill. Which one are you? We also know that Shanti had a $250,000 life insurance policy and that Dave was the beneficiary. But the missing ring in the cash was always sort of odd and didn't completely add up. Meaning if Dave wanted to hurt Shanti, why would he take that? There really would be no reason other than if he was looking to stage it or make the scene look as though it was a robbery. Right, but if he was really trying to make it look like a robbery, you think he would have taken the cell phones or the computers or the watches or the earrings, but it seems very pointed to me that just this large amount of cash and the ring were taken. I mean, to me, you know, we talk a lot about whether you should lawyer up or not lawyer up, and it seems like whether or not you did something or you didn't do something, having a lawyer is always the smart move, especially when, you know, cops are looking at you for and talking to you for 14 hours, you're bound to say something that will frame you in a bad light or give something up that you don't want to give up. I mean, obviously the cops thought he was the lead suspect at this time. If they're talking to him for 14 hours, they have nothing else to go off of at this point. And he refused a lawyer because in some cases that does look bad if you're suddenly feeling as though you need counsel to discuss a scene that you just walked into. I could see both sides of that. Right. I mean, for 14 hours, if he doesn't crack after 14 hours, perhaps he really doesn't have anything to hide. And of course, he wants to find the murderer. So theoretically, he's going to say everything and anything he knows so that the police could get off of him as a main suspect and on to finding the person who is still at large. With Dave a free man, the police looked at other suspects. First was Shanti's ex-husband. They had a bitter divorce and shared custody of their son. Could he have killed her to get control of their child? Police also honed in on a local homeless man who was known to hang around Delaney Park. Do you recognize her? No, I don't. All right. Have you ever seen her before? No. No? Okay. You ever spoken to her? Nothing? No. Okay. Do you recognize this man? No, I don't. All right. I'm showing him a picture of David Michael Tronis. And have you ever had a conversation with him for any reason? No. I'm out here at two something in the morning is because I needed to ask you whether or not um, you had been in her home or seen her or harmed her in any way. Have you ever been in her home? No. Have you ever harmed her in any way? No. Okay. Did you kill her? No. No? Okay. Would you have any reason to? No. The police were very thorough with their investigation. We know they looked at Shanti's ex-husband and a local homeless man, but they were ultimately able to clear them both because they had airtight alibis. So naturally the investigators looked back at Dave and kind of what he has going on in his life. And when they started going through his credit card statements, 
they found one thing that struck them as strange. On his statement, he had a recurring $35 payment to a place called the Club Orlando. And it turns out the Club Orlando is a men's gym, but is known to host some more torrid activities than your average 24-hour fitness. Yeah, this is a very confusing topic because on the one hand, we know that Dave is married, so why would he be paying for a membership at a men's hookup gym? That said, it's also quite possible he was just going to the gym to work out that also happened to be a hookup gym. He didn't necessarily have to partake in that. Yeah, it's interesting because you can look at these two things as separate issues or potentially related. On the one hand, he might not have been doing anything. That's one possibility. Or he might have been actually going and hooking up with guys. And that might not have to do with the murder of his wife. But it does tell us that maybe he's being deceitful to either the police because he didn't tell them up front that he is cheating on his wife or he's being deceitful to Shanti because he's lying to her about what he's doing outside of their marriage. In any case, it is circumstantial evidence, but it does point to maybe his character and calls into question what he's saying is the truth because he's clearly not being truthful. That's exactly right. It does paint a picture of him that's simply not favorable. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So much of these cases are not necessarily about physical evidence, but what the police perceive as your character and the type of person that you are. And whether he's lying to the police or he's lying to his wife, it certainly doesn't make him look like a good person. Right. And to that end, the two don't necessarily go hand in hand just because he's maybe stepping out and either exercising at the gym or exercising at the gym and stepping out on his marriage. Again, that doesn't make him a murderer or a murderer of Shanti specifically. As police looked at all the pieces to the puzzle, everything led back to Dave. One, he had motive. Financially, he stood to gain with Shanti dead. Personally, she might have been enraged over his extramarital activities. Two, he had opportunity. Dave was admittedly the last person to see her alive. This was enough to make an arrest, and on August 29, 2018, four months after Shanti's death, Dave was officially charged with her murder. Dave had been staying at his mother's house, and when the police searched his things, they found the supposedly missing ring in a suitcase. To them, it was the nail in Dave's coffin. 
Finding the ring was a very big deal and a break in the case. And as the prosecution built their case, detectives got a tip that would send them right back to where it all began. A former friend of Dave's in Minnesota said that Dave had been poisoning his ex-wife, a woman named Carol. In Minnesota, detectives learned that Carol had in fact suffered from a series of health issues. She always spoke about chronic pain and gut issues, and she also acknowledged to police that Dave cooked most of her meals. Listen to this. Who cooked in the home? We both did. Who primarily cooked in the home? Um, in the early days, I, I don't remember. I think he might have done a lot of the cooking. He's a better cook than I. You mentioned the chef thing, so that makes sense that he got in his... Was an aspiring chef after he left 3M. He did a lot of the cooking early on. I don't know if he did a lot of it, but I mean, he—I I honestly don't remember the meals. Okay. Um, Such an odd description. Now listen to the cops when they ask Carol directly if Dave was poisoning her. Would there have been any reason to believe that you could have been? Given something, poisoned, given certain supplements, things along those lines that could have caused any of the medical issues. No. But how does this all play into Shanti's story? Eight weeks before her death, Shanti had an emergency appendectomy. As it turns out, appendicitis and poisoning have very similar symptoms. So the theory was that potentially Dave had been poisoning his ex-wife, Carol, and his current wife, Shanti. He even admitted in his interrogation that Shanti had digestion problems. She hasn't found since the appendectomy, a diet that she can eat regularly and feel good. Now, while it seemed very possible that Dave had a pattern of poisoning the women he supposedly loved, detectives just could never really prove it. Shanti's autopsy was very clear. It said that she died of strangulation and blunt force trauma. And while this whole theory about the poison was creepy and very weird, it essentially took a back seat. While in Minnesota, detectives also made another discovery about Dave's deceptions. So we know that Dave had told Shanti he inherited four to six million dollars from his dad. It was how he paid cash for the house. But it turned out that was a lie. He never inherited any money. And he most likely used all of his savings to pay for the house in cash. Why would he lie about that to Shanti? I wonder if it was because Shanti was successful and had her own money and Dave wanted to seem... Like he did too, and he didn't need her for her money. He wanted to appear independently wealthy. 11 months after the murder, another twist would shock investigators. Dave's former defense attorney, whom he'd since replaced, turned in a set of bloody sheets and a green cord to the police. According to the lawyer, he had acquired the items from the garage apartment after the murder. However, he never turned them in to police or the prosecution. Could the sheets prove Dave killed Shanti in their bedroom? Was the green cord the murder weapon? As the lawyer was investigated for withholding key evidence, police got another shocking phone call. Dave's cellmate came forward with quite a story. The cellmate told officials that they bonded over their love of obscure hallucinogens, including one that came from a frog. According to the cellmate, Dave said he could use frog poison to kill someone. He also said that Dave confessed to murder. The cellmate said that Dave told him Shanti found a gay hookup app on his phone and completely freaked out. They had a big fight. 
he blacked out, and then he killed her. And while all of this sound plausible, including the whole frog thing, it couldn't be corroborated, and there were no records of Dave having any app like that on his phone. So ultimately, while interesting, the cellmate's story was dismissed. Let's stop here for another break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So while cops couldn't do anything with the cellmate story, they still had these bloody sheets and the green cord to look at. So let's just talk this through. According to police, what happened that night? Police think that Shanti is sitting there getting ready for bed, taking her earrings out as you would. And she had one earring out, one on the nightstand. And that's when Dave came up behind her and attacked her. The attack would explain the blood that was found not only on the sheets, but also the bed frame. You know, the same bed frame that Dave thought was just her period blood on it. The sheets had way more blood, which would not possibly be from a woman's menstrual cycle. So the cops think that he attacks her, there's blood, and then at some point he starts to strangle her with the green cord. Now, the green cord had no DNA evidence on it, but police didn't find it for months, so Dave could have easily cleaned it up after the murder. And if that theory is true, that meant Dave sat with Shanti's body for hours before calling 911. Think about that. The cops believed that Dave passed the time doing very mundane chores, like cleaning the house and literally walking the dogs, all while his wife was dead upstairs. We pulled some audio from a phone call Dave had with his mom while in jail to give you some insight into his frame of mind. Take a listen. You should be taking care of your own stuff. I can't. You shouldn't be in jail. I would. But you shouldn't be in jail. but, But we can't change that. But that's not my fault. It's not your fault that you're in jail? No, I didn't do anything. It's not my fault. So why did they put you in jail then? You understand. It's just something we have to go through until we can get done with it. We already talked about this, right? I don't remember anymore. I didn't think that I would ever have to be that you would be in jail and I would have to be doing your paperwork. Well, I didn't think I would either. So to me, you shouldn't be there. But you're not doing it. You're really not doing it. You shouldn't be there. I didn't do anything. It's not my fault. Okay, then why are you there? Because you, sometimes you have to defend yourself. You can really hear the frustration and contempt in his mom's voice. And to me, it sounds like Dave is just going through the motions when he denies any wrongdoing. As of late 2021, the trial in which Dave pled not guilty has been delayed several times due to COVID and other factors. 
However, in January 2022, Dave was found incompetent to stand trial. A judge ruled that he was unfit to proceed after two medical experts conducted psychological evaluations on him and determined he was schizophrenic. Instead of facing trial for the savage murder of Shanti, Dave will be sent to a state hospital where he will receive treatment for his mental health. Shameless plug. If you're enjoying Crazy in Love, leave us a review. And listen to season three of our hit series, The Piketon Massacre. New episodes air every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at KT underscore studios. Crazy in Love is produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Jeff Shane, Chris Graves, and me, Courtney Armstrong. Editing and sound design by Jeff Twa. Crazy in Love is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Stay safe, lovers. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.